Welcome to Let's Have a Cuppa, where we take a pause and have a chat with a friend every week. Or if you're like me, you're listening to your podcast, Folding Tiny Human Laundry or Dusting. Uh, my name is Anna Nob, and today I am joined by my favorite person currently living on the planet. He is my best friend, the Aragorn to my Arwen, even if he thinks I'm more like Eowyn, the Mac to my cheese, the coldest snuggler, my husband, and my baby daddy, Nathan. What an introduction. You're welcome. You. I worked really hard on that last night. Hence the cold snuggler. Hence the cold snuggler. Yes. We do that thing. Um, there's like a Kevin James joke about how like you snuggle your spouse and they've got like a cold love handle or something. Um, and so that's one of our running jokes. But even before we were married and snuggling, we were just two college kids and we went on a date. Our first date was Bellinopolis for pizza. pizza. Yes. And so that has been a carried through theme for us. After two years of, well, a year of dating, we got engaged and we had a year long engagement. I wanted to elope, but it's fine because we had a wonderful wedding where we also had pizza. We're pizza people, clearly. Um, and then shortly after getting married, we found out we were expecting our uh -oh. first when do you remember Oops. Do, <laughs> it's funny do you remember when i told you we were expecting yeah my birthday it was your birthday surprise that was definitely a gift that i was not expecting it was to a give free me. gift for her it was a free gift it's true um and so we were pregnant three months into marriage and we had always said that we wanted to wait at least a year before we had kids and Athena was born two days after our one-year anniversary. Planned. <laughs> I can't forget now. I can't forget now. Um, and then, about 18 months later? No, Athena was about two. Uh, we were on the fence about even having more kids because Athena is a handful. No, we were on the fence. You were like, I'm not sure if I want another kid. Athena's a handful. Athena's a handful. And surprise! we were pregnant again and that was the end of 2019 obviously the world hit the fan for 2020 Nora is a 2020 baby she was born in July and um so we have two tiny humans they are five and two, two and, and a half. half and we have two cats Missy came into the relationship not from me you can tell she's still about that a little bit and then we got Gimli, who is a big, giant, chonky cat. Her first son. He's my first son. Um, he used to have, like, poke, poke wars with my belly with Athena when I was pregnant. And then um, last year, no, two years, two years ago now, I guess, really, um, is when we got Samwise. He is an Irish setter doodle. Uh, we joke that we got him hoping that he'd be a therapy dog for us. And we are his therapy humans. I'm honestly surprised he's not sitting on one of us right now. Uh, so that is... He needs a lot of comfort. He needs a lot of comfort. It's true. Uh, so that is a little bit, a really, really quick overview of uh, kind of our relationship, our tiny humans and our animals. Uh, I am a transplant. We live in Lancaster County. I did not grow up in Lancaster County, though. You guys are weird. It's a weird bubble here. 
You're going to talk about Phoenix. Listen, I know, but it's a weird bubble here. Um, and I am so excited because one of the things that I did was yeah. I put it out there for people to ask us questions. Yeah. I put the question bubble out there and we got some good ones, which I was excited about. Um, there's also a tiny human in here talking. So you probably hear her, but that's okay. Um, so here is our list here. What is, we're just, we're just jumping in, because why not? This is how it works, right? It's kind of how our entire relationship is. We just wing it, right? Um, what is your spiciest opinion that most people disagree with? Do you, do you want to go first? Oh, I'll go first. Go for it. I am not a fan of Beyonce or Taylor Swift. And I know people are going to come after me, but it's fine. I don't like either of them. I accept it. I'm not a huge fan of Elevation Worship or Bethel music or some ghost on stuff it's okay it's okay i'm glad you let that out for everybody we're also on the same team on that one so it's fine um what advice to single ladies and men would you give be patient guys don't just put a ring on it don't that's going to christian college there's so many guys looking for their future wife and rush things don't rush Enjoy your singleness. It's fun. It's fun. Oh, I'm glad it was fun for Less you. Less responsibility. That's fair. Just pack up and go, be a nomad, hike the mountains, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Or, um, or get a dog. You really don't need one. Or get a dog. Hi, Sam. Um, I think one of the best pieces of advice that I have heard that I also tell people is to not just pray for your future spouse or relationship, pray for yourself that you are becoming and like working towards being the person that like their mama's praying for basically um because that totally works both ways and then one of the things that we're also both really passionate about is pre-engagement counseling yeah and go ahead okay oh i thought you were using more on it <laughs> no just not that i have to sure Yes, I think before getting engaged, having some of the hard conversations first, especially with a third party, yeah. is probably one of the smarter things we did and healthier things we did. Yeah. There was still a lot of stress afterwards, <laughs> a lot of crazy, but it took care of the big deal breakers ahead of time. Yeah. With, sure. with saving face and not having to worry about breakup or breakup engagement after learning. Together. Yeah, it yeah, was it. it was definitely nice going into our engagement and our wedding and everything, knowing that we had had a lot of those foundational conversations and that we were unbiased. Yeah, we were more or less going in on the same page and we weren't going to have to worry about like breaking an engagement after putting down payments on things. So um that was definitely nice. Um so yeah, that's a that's our advice to all the single people, I guess you could say. There's a lot, but we, we're gonna keep it short. I'll keep it short. It's fine. Um, what is one of your favorite strengths that you admire about each other? For independence, <laughs> even when it comes to biting the butt <laughs> and make life fun. I mean, if you wanted a boring life, you definitely should not have married me because it's. Not boring, that's for sure. No. Not not at all. Um, I think for you, 
it's somewhere between your patience and how you are such a good servant. I think it's funny, like in my Facebook memories for your birthday or Valentine's Day anniversary or whatever. Um, even years ago, like our first Valentine's Day seven years ago came up and I listed a whole bunch of ways that you had served that day. Like you were reading to grandma, you had been leading Sunday school and just the servant heart that you have to like take care of everybody and just serve is probably one of my most favorite things about you. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. What is your favorite non-Jesus book? It's going to be a tie between Alexander Dumas's Three Musketeers and The Hobbit. I always forget that you like The Musketeers that much. It just speaks to me. It does. Treachery. There's, there's treason. There's love. There's pankies, pankies. Oh <laughs> Someone... <laughs> love triangles there's fighting there's washbuckling there's uh there's just a lot that goes on it, it's a good one and i just i always forget that you took french too which is part of why you read it um what's funnier now is i like half prepped you on these questions i let you know they were coming and i did not pre-answer them in my brain myself and my problem is i like too many I like too many. I am an English teacher. And, and, this, like and this break is brought to you by Samwise. Yes, if you're watching the, the video. The largest nudge in the world. There's Sammy. Um, oh, golly. I, I don't have a favorite book. I think I could say my favorite author is Shakespeare, though. No. And I might have to, which is funny because I'm actually, I'm wearing a Tolkien shirt right now. I do. And I love. She's never read the books. She's listened to one of them. Gosh, I still have read more than that. But, um, and like, I like Lewis, obviously. I like Philippa Gregory. I'm trying to look around at books that I have scattered around right now. I literally teach Austin and Bronte. I love Jane Austen, but I think Shakespeare. Oh, no. Mary Pope Osborne. She is the author of the Magic Tree House series. And those are the books that made me fall in love with reading. And I actually still actively read Magic Tree House books because a book about books. <laughs> That's fair. Um, she fell in love with reading because of a book about books. There you go. I mean, it's true. So um, I will say maybe Magic Tree House books. I think that might be my favorite. Okay. I'll go with it. Your favorite, so. <laughs> uh, Next question. If you had to do a TED Talk on something, no prep, they throw you on stage, you've got 15 minutes talk, what are you going to talk about? It would come down to like three, like three subjects, really. Okay. Like biblical history, theological topics, bodybuilding bodybuilding yeah, um because in college when you were either studying like unless you had a car and you were driving around town what were you gonna do that's Me? true and it was a christian college so we had to keep it like rated g rated g. g yeah i almost just said the same thing it might even be below g because it was you know it was valley forge christian college it was it was yeah um i think i think mine would have to be the tutors King Henry VIII, Anne Boleyn, 
Catherine of Aragon. I said that backwards. Katie, who's listening, I'm sure don't yell at me. Um, the War of the Roses, that whole realm. Uh, that's actually kind of how I got into teaching English was I got super into history. And when I was trying to decide what I wanted to teach when I was in high school, um, I figured that teaching, I got to teach history and literature because you can't teach the literature without teaching like the cultural and historical context of it. And so that was my way of being able to teach history and English at the same time. And it's super cool because that's exactly what I do with my classes is I, um, we do like all historical context stuff with our reading. So yeah, it would be the tutors for sure. Hands down, like non-compete, the princes in the tower, Richard III. Did I tell you about that podcast that that guy believes that the princes lived and they he like lays it out and it's it seems really plausible nope i was working <laughs> see that server hard thing it works for you um but we are still waiting for the dna results from the skeletons that they found in the tower in the 1640s because king charles approved that so thanks for going down that rabbit hole with me uh you've suffered through many a dates where I talked your ear off about uh, Beowulf. <laughs> that, that day where I sat and talked about Beowulf translations and conjugations and Tolkien and- It pay off. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, what else, what, what questions do you have for me? I gave you all of the questions. I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit. No. I forget what else we talked about earlier today. You, oh, oh boy. See, she prepped me for stuff. And then... I did. I'm sorry. What else did I ask you? I don't even remember. Okay, so we just paused because what really happened is the two-year-old pooped and it was very distracting. So we have recollected ourselves and changed a diaper. And again, if you're watching the video of this, we have another new podcast host. This is Gimli Gloin. Hi, Gimli. Um, so now that we have recollected ourselves, the other questions that I now remember, now that there's no more poopy diaper, what is one of your favorite memories of us? The very first time taking you to my family's cabin. You told me you stole mine. No. No. No, I did not steal yours. I remember the one you said originally. So the very first time was in either March or May. And this was okay, years, years of trying to get her to go. And she would not go. Because apparently you me downplayed me it. as not being so great with words and i did that on purpose that way because bringing her out <laughs> did not describe the stay in the cabin no in you the didn't the light for her mind to know that was a great place so go ahead. great great okay i i remember now you're right enjoy that so um, but before it's all it's all finishing so yes now that she'll go into her she'll go into her thing but it was a fond memory because 
we get there and she's like, you didn't tell me this. What? You lied to me. You <laughs> lied to me. This is great. What is this? I said, I, I told you it's a cabin. Like there's no, like there's some kind of inside plumbing, but not really. Like, there's still an outhouse, but it's still nice. No, this is not what you said. <laughs> it's not. I have been robbed. <laughs> She said, even trying to divorce me over it. Uh, that is not true. Lies, no. lies. No, because um, we're asleep, so no one could defend me. Lies. Um, my favorite memory was it must have been then the second time that we went up was uh, we went up for Fourth of July. I know it's getting there, and I spent the weekend cooking over the fire like a cave woman, and it was great. And we did lots of fishing. Uh, our five-year-old is the angler she loves to fish and we just pretend that she doesn't fish in the kiddie pond with like with the really excited fish desperate um trout. the desperate trout um but yeah that was a great trip fourth of july it was so hot but we had so much fun and nora just ran around the camp i don't even think she had a diaper on i'm she pretty sure a, she was naked most no of she had a diaper um so that was a good one i saw that you wrote them down What's our next one here? How about the fact that you made some great steak for the 4th of July? I did. I, I'm, I've i kind of like narrowed down that steak making thing. I'm, that's kind of my jam. I like, we're kind of carnivores a little bit. Um, what was your favorite date that we did? Hmm. Everyone I can remember. Usually that helps. <laughs> I mean, other than falling asleep halfway through the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Trans-Siberian Orchestra was, I think, one of our very early dates. That was the first time. Early nice date. Early nice dates. That was one of the first times that I came out here. Oh, uh, that reminds me of a great memory. There was something really important that you didn't tell me my first time coming to your family's house. Do you remember what it is? I sure do. <laughs> um, I sure do because you never let me down. I failed to tell you that my grandfather's missing his right hand. Which is or half his half his right arm. Which is obviously not a big deal, but being a military brat, the first thing that I did was stick my hand out to shake his hand, and grandpa like pulled out a nub and <laughs> no he didn't do that he pulled out his left hand did he he pulled his left hand and he literally went here and, and yeah and your eyes went wide it was very awkward and your mom's everybody still laughs about it because it was just such a normal part of your life that you didn't think to mention it um but yeah trace of your orchestra was good uh i would say i mean it was technically my birthday but you kind of crushed my 30th birthday weekend there. We went to dinner. We went to Joanne Fabrics. We had more food. We did some tours downtown in Lancaster. So it's a good day. And we went to the tea store, which is always a good place to be. I mean, I do have a podcast called Let's Have a Cuppa. So obviously, tea is my jam there. Um, do, do, do. What else do we have? Oh, favorite thing that I make. I mean, you made a killer cake one day. Pineapple, coconut pineapple, pineapple cake. Pineapple coconut. It was rich. It was moist. It was sweet. It was tangy. It was just very good. And 
it's been about three years and you haven't made it for me again. Oh my gosh. It has not been that long. I, I said it with a confidence. I said it with confidence. You so. did say it with confidence. Don't, okay. So don't deny it. I have a very basic cake base that I use for all of my cakes and I just manipulate the flavors and I had a can of crushed pineapple and I had shredded coconut and I made this up and it was a wild family favorite. Funny enough, my favorite thing that you make is your cheesecake. Great, now the whole world knows. Ethan is quite the cheesecake maker. He may actually, uh, I am very fortunate to also have a husband that makes tons of food. He is always helping with dinner. We try and like bulk meal prep things. Like we'll go cook a whole bunch of meat over the weekend so that we just have meat to pull out throughout the week. Um, so you make lots of things. Breakfast. And breakfast Food. is like a dad thing. You're definitely, you've definitely got like the, the dad breakfast thing down. Um, but your cheesecakes. And I remember one time when we were dating, um, you told me that you only made cheesecakes for family and um, for your future misses. And I took that as a challenge and I very legitimately did not let you make me a cheesecake or I don't even think I tasted your cheesecake until after we were married. I took it very seriously. I mean, your loss. It was a challenge. Like I saw that as a challenge that I just needed to be your missus to get that cheesecake. Nora. And if it didn't work out, you'd been like, oh man. And Nora is... Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Apparently we're doing something right as parents. Go team. Oh, here's a good one. What is your Chick-fil-A order? My favorite Chick-fil-A Yeah. That's right, Nora. You make me something. You make something. Uh, if I had my way, mm -hmm. and so my inner, my inner overweight child, and over, and you know, my fluffy dad side mm -hmm. loves a spicy chicken sandwich with buffalo fries and not only the sweet tea, but their cookies and cream milkshake. Ooh, maybe yeah. a second, maybe a second sandwich. We've done a few milkshakes. But I haven't had that for maybe about a year and a half. So yeah. Trying to not be a fluffy dad. Okay, trying. Making progress. Oh, okay. You do it. Um, trying to try to get that strong dad bod for being a tough dad for my two girls. Yeah, well, you need to because they are bruisers. We're basically raising linebackers. They're tough cookies. Shield maidens. Shield maidens. Yes. Well, I mean, we do have. They are both ladies. <clears throat> Um, both of our daughters, Ethan's grandmother, did that like land in Scotland thing. And so they are Lady Athena and Lady Eleanor, which we laugh because they are total tomboys. Their favorite thing to do is play in mud. Um, but my, oh goodness, Nora, uh, my favorite Chick-fil-A meal is actually the chicken and biscuits. It's chicken and biscuits. For sure. And we just missed it today. We oh. did just miss it by like five minutes. So we had a great play date with some. Oh. Um, if you could have any animal as a pet, any animal that is a real animal, 
not like a dragon, Mr. I want chooseless. Um, and time, money, space wasn't an issue. What would you get? I mean, I see all those videos on Instagram with like people who have pumas and bobcats. I mean, <laughs> maybe a puma. I see that. I see that. I would probably like having a giant cat, except for, well, you clean the litter box anyway, so that's not really a problem. Um, I mean, I do both. I clean the litter box and your dog's poop. Do give. Um, my animal would have to be a bear. I would totally get like a black bear. Really? Not a wolf? Not a coyote? No, because Sammy's bigger than wolves and coyotes. And not a great thing. No, I don't need a dog that big. I mean, Sammy's already like a he's tall. He's Obnoxiously big. big. He is human sized. Like I can lay next to him like a human in bed. So I don't need another dog or wolf thing like that. I want a bear. And the perk of a bear is they sleep for like five months. So you don't even have to feed them for a few months out of the year. <laughs> so you got to clean his den out. <laughs> but like we've been watching the wilderness family from 1975. It's been Athena's like most favorite movie. And they have a bear that have been, I think, raised by one of the other people that had lived on the mountain previously. So he's super friendly. There were three bears. And well, there's bad bears. There's, there's the bad bear, there's the baby bears, and then there's Samson. So there's four bears. No, there's the bad bear, the two baby bears, and then Samson. Oh, that is four. This is why I'm an English teacher, not a math teacher. Um, but like Samson's so cool. And I would totally love to have a big bear like Samson. I'd be here for that. I think, I think that's my final answer on that one. More power to you. That's fine. And he and Sammy would have so much fun playing. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah. Um, this is just kind of a funny one about me. So Ethan likes to pick on me because I have two loves, one in the winter and one in the summer. Well, it's kind of multiple in the summer. Um, my winter child is my sourdough because I have to feed it and take care of it like another child. Um, and then do you remember what you call the other family for the summertime? Caterpillars? The caterpillars, yes. I, um, the girls and I raise caterpillars um, because we're just trying to help out that butterfly population, you know? And so we go out in the morning, a lot of times before breakfast even, and make sure that the caterpillars have food and check on the caterpillars. And he laughs and makes fun of me and calls them my second family and I deal caterpillars out of the driveway. Uh, so that's just kind of our running joke there. All right, and our last question, this is called, let's have a cuppa. So I would be failing if I did not ask you, what is your favorite thing to have in your cup? Uh, I mean, we're gonna be super specific. It's gonna have to be basically coffee. Yeah, but you really love the Lancaster whoopie pie coffee. I do. That's pretty much your jam. It's just good on its own. There's no cream, no sugar. You it can is. you can drink it. I mean, it's 
great for iced coffee, great warm. It's true. Especially if you're trying to diet down and trying to figure a way to like <laughs> cut back on stuff. It's just very soothing. It's <laughs> the best way of putting it. Especially if you're really hungry, it's just like, ah, it's a spot. And we also, we're those like, I don't know, we're like an old couple. We have tea every night watching TV together after we put the kids to bed too. We're pretty consistent with that. And you yeah. like your sleigh ride. Snickerdoodle. It's a sleigh ride sugar cookie. She's a basic white girl. You you are, and it's funny. And you were so upset because we ran out of it and you found it. We got a whole bunch of it. But then our moms knew that you liked it. So you ended up, I think, with six boxes in total between the few that we got and what they got you for Christmas. Yeah. So sugar cookie is sugar cookie sleigh ride is for sure your other favorite. Yes. Yes. And I too, coffee during the day. Tea at night, obviously. I usually try and do something like sleepier, though. Like the peaceful sleep one. Yep. She needs it. She's a night owl. I am a night owl. It's true. Well, dear, thank you so much for joining me. I know that this was so painful for you. Um, Very painful. Yes. Uh, this is my... Hostage skill- situation. Oh, my gosh. Okay, listen. <laughs> This guy, he's always so stoic and people think he's so serious, but he does nothing but make me laugh all the time. Like truly my best friend. And he is also getting ready to start a podcast with one of his friends. I have been trying to talk him into podcasting for years and in convincing him to do it, I kind of convinced myself to do it, which is why we're here. But I am so excited for him and his friend Ian to get started on theirs. Um, So I'll post that stuff when it comes out. But guys, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed your break and let's have a cuppa. Join me next week. I'll be talking to my friend Shannon and uh, her journey in Scotland as an expat and all of her fun stuff there. So we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.